0: Retro Rebel Gamecast, episode 12, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook, download, and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash podcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss retro gaming and related topics for your listening pleasure. I am one of your hosts, Stacy. Retro Rebel is released every week, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle at Temple of Geek. Today joining us, is, as usual, my fellow Rebels, Daniel and Amanda. How are y'all doing? Fan-frickin-tastic. Fantastic. Good to hear. Good to hear. So, uh, as usual, let's start by just discussing what we're playing at the moment. Daniel, we'll start with you. Well,
1: yeah. Um, so, I was dead for, like, the last two episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I think I caught the chicken flu.
0: The chicken flu. <laughs> or, <laughs> nice. What you
1: call it? Ebola? Um, rare. Both rare. Which was really f- awesome, because, like, the day before I got actually, I think it was the day I got sick, I happened to sneak onto Fort Hood go into the PX, and take one of my friends with me, and I found a Nintendo Classic, the Mini. So I now own a Nintendo Classic, finally.
0: One of the few, and you should be proud.
1: And then I got sick, and I haven't played it yet. Well, I I lie, I played it for like 30 seconds. But, uh, on our other show, uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Gaming Dudes, Marcus and I finally beat The Legend of Zelda. Holy crap. Dungeon
0: 6 is hard. did Did you beat that on your new Nintendo machine? No, we
1: actually were playing it on the ret- we were playing the cartridge on the Retron. So, uh, uh, nice. y- if you watch episode it, the last few episodes, you're going to see a lot of us uh, going through saving state, restarting, reloading from the state when we die. <laughs> so you're
0: that just we'll- coming on this show to plug your other show.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. So, uh, thanks guys for having me today. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I'll, and I'll leave it with you guys. All
1: right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I haven't really been playing much. Um, we started playing. Uh, Oh, what's the name of the game? Last of Us. We played about an hour of it, so we're playing the remastered version on PS4. Oh,
0: good. Such a good game. Such a good game. I could listen to that soundtrack kind of on repeat. So.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a good game. This is be my first playthrough of it. Oh, what? The what? Yeah.
0: This is your first go at it?
1: Yeah, this will be my first go at it.
0: Well, you know, I know we do. This is Retro Rebel, and we kind of just kind of do whatever we want to and play games at our leisure. But um, I, you know, that's almost like at this point saying you're just getting to Zelda.
1: I I'm, I just got to Zelda. Thanks, thanks for bringing that out.
0: <laughs> thanks for also pointing that out as well. Oh, well, good. Well, Amanda, I hear that you're about to be a huge disappointment to us.
2: Yeah, uh, sadly I've just added to my collection more so Than played anything in my collection so, Yeah, I do
0: that all the time
2: <laughs> Yeah, so Xbox Live The uh, game for gold Is Star Wars The, the Force, Force Unleashed, Unleashed
1: I know, I Which have I it. was
2: so excited ah, I was like, squee And then I realized I still have Titanfall 2 Which I have not even played once
1: I haven't even taken it out of the wrapper
2: yet Gears, I know, I haven't finished Gears of War yet um, Fallout Shelter I downloaded last episode and I, has, I haven't played that yet and to be fair I haven't even turned on Clash of Kings this week so yeah I've, I've kind of failed I mean what are
0: you doing that. with your life honestly if you haven't done any of those hey this is now the time, time for you to plug your new <laughs> show no, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no. Uh, well then you Stop. get to me and I would have nothing else to plug so you know. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, that's good. I mean, and, and what, so you said that you've almost finished, or you haven't quite finished yet, but I'm sure that you're getting close on Gears of War. Where are you at this point?
2: So, um, well, I was playing with my brother last week, so we redid the tower defense on the mine shaft part. Yeah, yeah, um, which went flawlessly for me the first time that I played it. However, the second time that I played it, the AI assistant character guy, the black guy that you play with, he would just constantly leave where we had fortified and go stand in a corner and get killed. And the second that you left to go and help him, there was like a chainsaw grunt. Yeah. And you just died instantly. We had to reset that section loads of times. Um to the point where we finally just gave up and I threw the controller to my husband and was like, forget it. It's all yours, buddy. (laughs) And he, (laughs) and he was able to finish that session. I just couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we are. I know that we're picking up from where you go back up the elevator shaft and ride the ropes back up, um, probably tomorrow with my brother. But yeah, it's, um, it's not ideal. Well,
0: uh, I, I ask only because we're kind of on this journey uh, at the same time we're we're trying to finish that game, and I haven't quite finished that game either. Uh, I am at a, I am at the part where you're fighting the Brumac. Um, you got to the top of the you got to the top of the tower. I'm already back up the mine shaft, and I don't know if you are at this part or have gotten to this part.
2: I have it. You you're, okay. you're further than me.
0: Don't ruin it. Okay. No spoilers. I'm not, I'm spoilers. Not. There's, a There's a brew mac and you have a tea party. So um that's really how it goes. It's pretty easy. It's kind of it's more of a quick time event. Uh, you know, pass the sugar, fill my fill my cup. That's that's uh so I'm not ruining anything. Oh, I thought you were regulation. trying to
1: make this episode political. I thought you were talking about the tea party.
0: No. <laughs> Boo. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I know better. Oh, I know better. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so I've been playing that. Uh, I've also been. Uh, I also started, and I'm about three or four hours into uh, The Last Guardian. Um, I had waited to play it because I kind of wanted to play it all the way through uh, all of those games in that series or the related games with uh, is it Eco, Ico, Ico, Eco, uh, and Shadow of the Colossus. I've, I've played all those games. I've enjoyed those games. They do have kind of an emotional resonance with me, and so I wanted to be able to play them through and really appreciate them. That's hard to do when you have kids and hard to do when you don't have a whole lot of time to sit and play through a game. I mean, ha- have y'all played Journey? Any of y'all played Journey?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Never even heard of it. Okay, well, I, fin- I, I finished Journey. Well, there you go. It's one of those indie games. It's one of those that's that's you, you really can't die in it. Um it's it's uh it's more of a well for lack of a better term journey and um and it's it's very atmospheric it's got great music uh there is a story, and there aren't any words said um it's a good indie game it's worth taking a look at it was one of the uh, for a lot of people it was game of the year a couple of years ago so um it's like fourteen dollars or something like that uh it's a couple hours of your time at most. Um, but it is, like I said, it, it emotionally resonates with me and, and uh, I think most people that play it, if you if you like that atmospheric type uh, of game, that you'd, you'd enjoy it. Um, and it doesn't take a whole long. I say all that to say that even that game, I didn't have time to play all the way through. So, um, it's hard to get that stuff. It's hard, to, it's hard to really sit down and do all that stuff with, with all the other obligations that you have with life. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway... Uh, but I but I've started playing it, and I really do like it. Uh if you haven't played The Last Guardian, uh then then some of the things that you may have heard about it are, you know, that, that uh your pet bird dog uh doesn't really mind you at first. I thought you were gonna say Does your pet it all- bird
1: dog dies. It's like wait yeah, way to no. read the story, man.
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, doesn't really do what you ask it to do all the time, exactly when you ask him to do it. Uh and that is something that he adapts to. He gets better at it. Uh, he, he listens to you, and, is, he, and more or less you've trained him, and so he, he just reacts better um, and uh, behaves better. Uh, so it's, it's actually really, really pretty cool. Um, it's, it's, a re- it's a good game so far. I anticipate it's going to be a good game, uh, and then I'm going to enjoy it. But uh, that's, that's more or less what I've been playing. That and Gears of War still trying to finish that game. But apparently I'm ahead of Amanda, so I feel accomplished. That actually is an accomplishment. I know. I know. I'm going to know something about a game that's come out in the last two years that she does not. So,
1: and I think we need to end the episode there because <laughs> it just doesn't get any better than that.
0: You win. We, uh, we are going to end on a high note and with that... <laughs> Alright. Anyway, so uh, topic one today I would like to discuss uh, Mass Effect. Now I wrongly assumed earlier in chat that it was coming out this week. It's not coming out until later in March. However... Hundreds of videos have been published. Uh, basically, if you, if you have been on the Internet and you're interested in this game, you know everything that you need to know going into it. So, uh, There's a new Mass Effect game? <laughs> well, <laughs> as, some, as someone who is probably, uh, you know, that probably has spent the last three weeks sick uh, and trying to beat Zelda, uh, <laughs> you may have missed some of these videos.
1: Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I kid, I kid.
0: I kid, <laughs> I kid. I kid. Yes, there is a new Mass Effect game. Yes, it is supposed to be the most awesome thing ever, and uh, I'm super looking forward to it. Um, so, Amanda, Daniel, y'all want to kind of... If either one of you knows the premise uh, of this game and kind of the build-up and, and what we're excited about, what's changing, what's what they're doing differently, I wanted to talk about the Paragon system and Renegade system, and they're doing away with that uh, and all that stuff. So to have, have you guys tell me... What have you heard so far? What are you excited about with this particular game?
2: So I'll go first because oh, I haven't heard very much, even though okay. I'm super so excited about it. I haven't. No, I haven't oh, heard very much. Okay. okay. Um, I, I realize it kind of takes place in a different universe. Yeah. Um, and kind of a different cast of characters and things like that. Um, I've seen some trailer footage, but I felt like it was very vague. Like it didn't give me a very good idea of what was going to go on, but I knew they would have my money anyway, because I love Mass Effect and they can do no wrong in my opinion.
0: Absolutely. Daniel, what about you? What have you heard? What's your initial buzz that you, anything that you've heard so far? I do know it exists. Uh, I do know. It,
1: I do know it exists, and kind of like Amanda, I do know it takes place in a different universe. Uh, it doesn't follow no, Commander.
0: Shepard. isn't it? It's a different galaxy. Galaxy universe. The word is the SS Minnow. Yeah, it's, so I think it's. a it, it's, I think it's, it's a, a different It's a big galaxy. ball of gas. No,
1: I'm just playing. Um, so yeah, it, and it doesn't involve Commander Shepard, right? Is it? Am I right about that? Like, no. it's, it could be a different it, protagonist.
0: It yes.
1: And that's about the extent of my
0: knowledge. Well, that's good. That's a good topic. Good, good segment.
1: All right. Um, so that segment was brought yeah. to you by. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's uh, that is the gist of it. Um, from what I have underst- from what I understand, there are six. You have six squad mates. It does take place in a different galaxy. Uh, in fact, I think it takes place in the Milky Way. Um, you still have a lot of the uh, alien races that you did in the first one. So you've got Krogan, uh, Asari, um, and I believe you have a Krogan and an Asari uh, crew member. You have uh, two human crew members, and I believe you. there may be a possibility for a few others. That They've only shown that I know of five crew members. Um, they did away with uh, the paragon and renegade system. Now just just to kind of discuss that a little bit. I I don't know how this new system is going to be. One of the reasons that they said they got rid of it was because people weren't really playing the game for the choices, the dialogue choices. They were playing it to max out one or the other. You know, the either the paragon or the renegade system. Uh when you when you guys played the original ones did you play Paragon, play Renegade? Did it matter? Did you, kind of, did you kind of play it as you would, or did you put yourself in, like, Shepard's shoes?
1: Just answer the questions. Like, okay, if that was me in that situation, how would I answer
0: that question? What about you, Amanda?
2: Like, I always played one side, like, completely. So I'd do a whole Renegade playthrough, and then I'd do a whole Paragon playthrough. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Amanda would do what she would do to get the girl. Right. <laughs>
2: well, that as well, you
0: know. <laughs> Which you could do, and I, I totally understood that, and I would as well. In fact, if you could have, if you could have won those relationships with everybody that you had an opportunity with <laughs> uh, on your crew, I tried to do that as well. So, Everybody um, on the crew? Well, almost everybody on the crew. Damn you, Captain um, Kirk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and what was the, the Corian, the one that had the mask? Uh, that, w- that was the f- my first, the first love interest. so, um, And it's just because it was weird. Um, but but the, the, the thing about that is you know, with the other games along the same lines that Bioware did and, and you know, with the Knights of the Old Republic, I remember playing it as I felt like I would. Like I would answer questions the way I thought that I would. So you put yourself in the shoes of the character and you're trying to play it as if it were you. And so a lot of times you were penalized if you did that because if you weren't just a sociopath, then you wouldn't choose certain... If you you were acting as you would, you might not choose certain choices, and and then you might not be able to be dark side or even light side. So I ended up gray in in Knights of the Old Republic in the first game, and that actually penalizes you because there's a cave in Knights of the Old Republic the first game that you can't even go in if you're not... If you don't have enough dark side power, so I couldn't go in there. There's, there's, I'm not sure. I can't remember what was in there because eventually I replayed it to where I could go in it. But you kind of got penalized, and and uh, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if at the time I thought it was a bad thing, but uh, now they're getting rid of that, and they just have. You can agree or disagree with with the choices or the uh, that that's like your choices in Mass Effect uh, Andromeda, and you can also choose. You're in your tone. So instead of just being Renegade or Paragon, you can agree or disagree, and then you can choose your tone so it changes the way your message is interpreted. So there's, I guess there's a lot more nuance to the way that you communicate. So you could be and a total be,
1: dick throughout the game then.
0: Or you could just be sarcastic and maybe they don't get it. And there's actually a
1: dick option.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's, just the shape, it's, just a, it's just the shape of one, and you just pick that
1: Cranked a dick up to eleven. That's
0: right. <laughs> well, that's kind of how Paragon was, you know. I mean, uh, a renegade was because I mean, if there was a toy, I love
2: it when you punch him.
0: yeah. Any time you get to punch him or kick somebody off a cliff or whatever that you got, shoot. You get to shoot somebody. Just you're like they're talking and you're like renegade option. Shoot them. Absolutely every time. Um, but uh, anyway, so I, I'm excited about that. That they're they're kind of changing that up. That should be interesting um they're also making it to where you can create favorite loadouts so uh you know before you had to you could pick like an adept or you could pick like a soldier you you from a role playing game perspective building your character uh you kind of were pigeonholed into a particular style right and you could you could kind of make it your own a little bit by picking up traits from other styles but you know, I was, I always had a particular loadout, a particular build where well, you can, you can create multiple builds and you have the option to play the game throughout. You can play it however you want to. Meaning I can start out as an adept or using, using your bio powers. And then if I want to, or if it's advantageous to change that to more of a, 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 a soldier style, I can do that mid battle. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Whereas before you used to put all your, your experience points or, you know, when you're, when you're leveling up your character and you're putting your, uh, your, on your skill tree and you're, you're trying to build up your, your powers, you can do, you can kind of do that for every one of the skill trees at the same time, more or less from what I understand anyway. And then you can, if you wanted to switch between multiple ones, you could do that. So, you know, I, I always ended up playing a particular way. Was there any way that, uh, you know, that. I mean did you would you guys choose to be more of a soldier did you like did you like the idea of being able to to use the uh, the powers uh, what was, what were your particular build outs when you guys would play
1: I only played the first one Okay and you know it was so long ago and I never even beat the game <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're really excited about this
1: one? Yeah, I'm super excited. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, the Mass Effect, the reason why I played the first one or tr- got it started playing the first one, I should say, was because I thought it was going to be almost like identical to Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> it had some it similars. Wasn't. It had some similar things, but I just I couldn't get into it like I did with Knights of the Old Republic. So it was a good game. I mean, I'm pretty sure it has a fantastic story. Everybody's addicted to it and loves it, but yeah, it just wasn't for me. And I didn't want to invest and learn about these new characters.
0: <laughs> so, so you think that because of that, it's not really something that you'd be interested in? Because it is, it is kind of Knights of the Old Republic. It's just set in space. It's, and it's not Star Wars. So it's like, it's like <laughs> it exactly, only it's nothing like it. Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I'm willing to give the new game a shot. I, I do have the trilogy over there. I just, like I said, never played it past the first, maybe a couple hours of the first one.
0: I really think that you should do that. that that's my that was my Jedi mind, Jedi mind trick. As I, I try really around to look
1: at my library of games, I'm like, yeah,
0: I'll add it to the <laughs> list. <laughs> exactly, put it on the list. What about what about you, Amanda?
2: So, how did I usually play it? Well, I was most yeah. interested in not losing any like companion favor. So yeah. that was generally my goal, because in the second one, when if you lost favor, you didn't do their side missions, spoiler alert, they would die. Thanks I didn't lose reading. anybody. Um, yeah. I said it. I said it beforehand. Um, so I I definitely didn't lose any people, and that's just because I made sure and do all their side missions, gain favor, that sort of thing. So.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, would you? Did you prefer to use weapons? Did you prefer to use, uh, you know, the this, the uh, telekinetic powers and all the other, um, you know, how did you? How did you choose to create? It was
2: like sniping, shooting the whole time. Okay. The whole time.
0: Yeah. See, and I, I, I chose. I wanted mine to be as close to a Jedi as possible. So I usually used cause when you chose adept, you really could only use sniper rifles, pistols, and then your powers. So you didn't, you weren't proficient at any other weapons, but you really didn't need them. Once you got to the point where you could, you could uh, stack your powers and, and do certain things where I could just send out a stasis field or something that would make everybody in, in the room float. And then you just started hitting them with, you know, psychic blasts of some sort that would, Kill them all one by one.
2: Oh, another. yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah. So, and that's typically how I tried to do it. Um, even from the first, second, and third one, I, I played all three of them the same way, which and I imagine I'll play this one the same way as well. Um, <clears throat> did, you, but did you beat all three of them? I did. I did. And that's something I wanted to bring up too. You didn't beat them, but do you mind it, the end being ruined for you? Oh, no, or not at all. At by least. all means, blow okay. it
1: away. Let's hear it.
0: <laughs> well, I, was, I wanted to ask um, Amanda, because I don't know that we've talked about this, but what what were your thoughts on the ending of the original trilogy?
2: I didn't mind it. I
0: yeah.
2: i thought it was fine. It made sense to me. I don't know why everybody got up in arms.
0: I but... don't Maybe because that gave you something to, you know, to complain about, because it's the Internet.
2: <laughs> the Internet is angry. No, I thought yeah. it was fine, was like, you know, angry. it 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 made sense to me, you're not always going to win, and even when you do, you're, it's not always like the fate of the world and the balance, I didn't mind it, you know, it was something yeah. different.
0: No, and I agree, um, I was fine with it, I had no problem with, uh, with the way that they ended the original, uh, trilogy, um. And I, I have to remember I'd have to go back and look at my save to see exactly what I chose. But I, I feel like I chose to end the Reapers. Um and I, I may have gotten rid of synthetic life. I can't remember if I really? did or not. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> so you'd uh, like to
1: annihilate entire races.
0: I did, which meant that I got rid of uh you have one of your one of your uh crewmates is An AI who was just, you know, like what's the AI from uh, from Halo? What's her name? Cortana. Cortana. Yeah, it's like if Cortana ended up in, you know, in the body of an android. So you have that as one of your crewmates, and that was one that died because I chose to destroy all synthetic life. Um. Yeah. So anyway,
2: you were evil.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, still I was it,
2: renegade, but what the heck?
1: <laughs> well since, I, I, since, I, since you have all these save files for both, all three of these games, are these save files going to transfer over to the new one?
0: No, no, I do not believe they are. Um, but, I, but I want to say that this is, that was the first game series where you were able to bring your save files from the first game all the way to the third game. I don't know that there was a game before that, and I don't, I'm pretty sure there hasn't been a game since. That, uh, Xenosaga, that tra- I believe. Does Xenosaga do it?
1: Yeah, I think Xenosaga does it through all three games.
0: Now, I don't know a lot about that, although I've heard it's a good game. I don't know much about it. How, how, does, how does that work? I mean, are there decisions that you made in the first games that affect the third game, or are you just transferring your file?
1: Uh, I believe you're just leveling up and transferring your file
0: okay see and because you used to, you could do that for madden like 10 years ago you mm-hmm. could like create a, a player on on ncaa football and then draft him onto madden football and that was always pretty cool but the cool part about mass effect and how you were able to transfer your file here was you made decisions you could kill off like the entire rachni the, the rachni queen and that entire race would be gone and there were there were conversation choices there there's a whole plot thread that's just completely gone if if you do that in the first game. Um but if you don't you know that changes everything. Uh, if you save Rex in the first game that that changes who you meet, what happens to him uh in the second
2: game. I and love third. Rex.
0: Yeah Rex was great and and one of my favorite characters. But if you if you don't save Rex um then it 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 changes everything with with uh, the Krogan and uh, and changes who you meet and how that all of those dialogue choices. So it's it's really cool how those uh, decisions. And I felt like it was I felt like it it paid off all of the plot threads that they that the and the entire narrative. It just really paid off out of the three games if you played them all, saved your file, and then and carried it forward. So. I anticipate that Mass Effect Andromeda is not going to be the last in this series. I hope that they continue that, and that whatever you do in this game will build on, or will be able to build on, in future uh, installments. So, I was forward. I'm I'm looking forward to this game. I was I was hoping that I wasn't incorrect in saying it was coming out this week, but it's not. So, at, at, at the uh, time that everyone will be listening to this, uh, the game will still not be released.
1: But you know what? But. Will be released.
0: What? It's a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. And you know, the good part about that is none of us are going to be able to get one. So, you know, that, uh, unless, unless you just happen to go into the PX and find one.
1: Well, I got it pre ordered.
0: Oh, I've did I've seen
2: you? So, so many unboxings for this. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, Nintendo's been releasing a bunch of unboxings for it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, how many different ones could there be? I mean, there, it's really just. And they only have one game that's coming out with it. They have five, and it's not, and it's not Mass Effect.
1: Now, is Mass Effect coming out for the Switch? That's Negative. A, that's, that's a good question.
0: No, it is not. Well, I guess I'll never play uh-huh. Mass
1: Effect then. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: whatever.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it is it is not going to be out on on uh, on the Switch. Uh, but I believe it will be out on uh, Xbox One and PS4, and I think it will be out at the same time. And I'm sure it's on PC as well. So for the Master Race, if they choose to, to play it, they will also have an opportunity. The
2: PC Master Race.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good news. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda on Switch, if possible, if console is a success. Says Really? The Mass Effect Andromeda producer says the door is open for a Nintendo Switch release.
2: So, not possible because it won't be a success. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, I'll be making you <laughs> eat crow later.
1: I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this right now like I did back in 2006 when the Wii and the Xbox and all that came out. The 360. This Nintendo yeah. Switch is going to be a very successful system. I'm, I hope I'm, it is. I'm calling it now. It's probably going to be as successful as the Wii.
2: And I'm calling it now, Epic Fail, 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 Fail. You heard it here first.
1: We'll, we'll, have the, we'll have the rebuttal episode at the end of the year to see who eats crow. That's
0: right. And, <laughs> and literally, it will eat a crow. Maybe not literally, but, but literally.
2: I but don't th- want to literally eat a crow.
0: But there <laughs> you go, Nintendo
1: crow. fans. There is a chance that you'd be able to play this game.
0: Well, that means that Daniel will get to potentially play it. I'm going to sit on the fence as to whether or not I'm, I don't want to make a prediction on it. I want it to be successful, um, but I also want to be realistic. That Nintendo has a has a history of being Nintendo, and not they don't they don't produce enough stock. They are a little bit um, caught up with themselves at this at the moment, especially. I I hope it I hope it works. I hope it uh, is everything that it was that it's predicted to be. So.
2: He, you're such a nice soul in real life, and such a mean soul in video games.
0: In video games, yeah, I can, yeah, <laughs> I, I try to play the game as if it were how, how that character would play it, usually, and uh, just be a complete sociopath. Then. Um, because that's still well, Any real final? Life. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> any final thoughts on Mass Effect before we move on? When's the release date? Uh, it is March 21st. March. March 21st, this year, 2017. Hey, yo. Yeah, you can get it then. Um, I'm sure it'll be out earlier in uh, the motherland of England, so um, maybe you'll get it before (laughs) us. Or later. They usually usually get it later. They usually get it after us. Is
1: that because of Brexit? Yeah, America
2: gets everything first. Well, no, Japan
1: gets everything first. We get it second. (laughs) Okay. Then the rest of you guys get it. Well good. There is no Nintendo
0: of England. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, well.
0: well, and I don't think that that's breaking Amanda's heart at all.
2: No. No. I'm I, I
0: honestly think that she could care less. Uh Well good. Final thoughts on Mass Effect which it's, it's March 21st, 2017. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. Daniel might play it if it comes out on. I'm excited. It's it's good. If you if you have an opportunity, it's probably one of the best trilogies, and and it and it really builds into. I have a feeling it's going to kind of roll into this this next installment. So it would be if you haven't played it, I'm sure it's going to be worth your time. There's plenty of videos out there to get caught up if you if you'd like to do that and not play it. Um, but I think it'd be worth it. That topic was brought to you by our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of the Retro Rebel Gamecast with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Amanda, what is our recommendation today?
2: Human Universe by Brian Cox, narrated by Brian Cox, the Neil deGrasse Tyson of England.
0: Very nice, very nice. Now, a little background on Brian Cox for those of us un- uninitiated.
2: So he, he's from the UK. He's an astrophysicist. He is one of the most attractive scientist, in my opinion and i stand by that um he kind of looks like if the first. Beatles and bill nye the science guy had a baby and i find his voice incredibly soothing so if you're looking for something to listen to right before bed like he's very very soothing very relaxing i think it could
0: work so you can head over to audibletrial.com dot slash todcast to get that free title now, or you can choose from over a hundred and eighty thousand other titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com dot com slash todcast and get your free thirty day trial started today. Segment three. All right, Amanda. Segment we have, three. Uh, yeah. Well, t- technically, I always count the first segment as being our around the room. What are we playing?
2: Oh, so, okay. Uh, all right. And our first. You've never topic. mentioned that before.
0: Oh yeah. Well, it is the unwritten, <laughs> written. Uh, segment number, <laughs> right. Segment two is was uh, about Mass Effect. Now our segment three, or topic two, depending on how I want to change it, uh, spontaneously on you guys.
1: <laughs> is
0: the, the online botting problem? Uh, you mentioned uh, you mentioned earlier when we were discussing topics about Elder Scrolls uh, botting and and uh, auto level auto leveling and and uh, and in most. MMORPGs, this has been a problem. So, why don't you tell us and our listeners a little bit more about this botting problem and, and, uh, and what we really meant by that by this particular topic.
2: Right. So, it's pretty much a universal problem on MMORPGs. Um, but most recently, I saw an article on Kotaku about the Elder Scrolls Online and essentially how people are leveling themselves while they're not actually active um, by using an area of effect attack with a staff in order to kill spawns that respawn fairly frequently. Um, and therefore, when they're AFK, they're actually still leveling up, and they do this by you know, using a rubber band to hold down their heavy attack key and job done. Now, I've always been vehemently against the idea of other people playing the game for you. But I do draw a line between that and things like gold services or microtransactions because that is kind of different in my opinion. But if you're going to sit there with the character like making actions and you're not actually doing the game at all, um, you're not learning anything, number Mm -hmm. one. And that is kind of critical if you're going to be a guild member or a guild leader as i have been in the past or just a good player in general if you've gotten all the way up let's say the level cap is 50 right if you've gotten up to level 50 and you've never actually physically played that character then you haven't learned any attack chains you don't know how to use the moves and essentially you're just a noob in a shiny car right um and that was always a problem in when I used to play City of Heroes and City of Villains because people would, you know, they, they'd make an alt, they'd bind it to follow on their other character, and then they'd, you know, run it around leveling up two characters at once. I get it. I get that you want to do it fast. But then when we would do raids and things like that, they would suck because you've never played it. You don't know how to play it. Right. So um, I think... I can see why people are annoyed about it. I think they shouldn't allow it to go on. Essentially, you know, if you've chained a certain attack X amount of times without moving, I think it should just boot you off the server. And they could they could easily write that in. Um, yeah. Because I just don't see the point. Like, why, especially if it's a subscription-based game, of all things, that's somehow worse. Um, if it's a subscription-based <laughs> account and... You you, are paying to not play it. I mean, yeah. maybe I'm the only one here, but I feel quite vehement that that is, however, different from using gold farming services or doing microtransactions. Because with that sort of thing, you're paying for like a more premium experience. Um, you know, you're buying gold to get whatever better gear, whatnot. That's a bit different. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't know how to play the character. So. <clears throat>
0: I don't know. What, what is your guys'
2: thoughts?
0: Well, Daniel, I imagine, is going to be the most help on this topic. Daniel, why don't you give us your. your uh, well, I actually. Central...
1: I actually. You know, it's kind of funny. Before. You know, Amanda and I, we go back to City of Heroes. And, you know, I, nice. I never played. I never played uh, City of Heroes using a bot. But there was actually a game I played before City of Heroes called Ragnarok Online. It was a Korean, massively multiplayer online RPG-type game. Um, kind of yeah. like in the vein of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, almost. Um, I actually used a bot several times in that game. Um, now You're the enemy? I am the enemy, I guess. Uh, but I played the game, but I used it also to help me level up when I wasn't able to play the game. So I could yeah. would be able to... Uh, be able to level my character up, get back into the game, play some more. So I kind of agree with what Amanda's saying about, you know, not being able to learn the character as you're growing with it. But I also kind of disagree with her because there are people out there that do play the game, you know, as the character's growing. Right. Um, Now, in City of Heroes, it was just a different story. I actually enjoyed to play the shit out of that game. I stayed up all hours of the night playing it, and it was just a
2: Yeah, it was was great.
1: and you know, hanging out with Amanda and some of the other guys, Jeremy, and I can't remember all their other names, but those are some, those, <laughs> those are some fun nights.
2: Was that, yeah. was that back in Emerald night days? Yeah. Is the that, Emerald nights. My God, Jesus. I mean, Stacy, we're talking about more than 10 years ago. Really? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was
1: like, we're talking about 2001, 2002. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that was, that's look
2: awesome. at that and I remember the name of the guild Flipping heck, heck Knights.
1: we had our own little street uh I don't know if you're familiar with the game Stacy but uh we I'm were, not. you were superheroes and we actually had street clothes as one of our costumes you did <laughs> yeah I required everybody to have one street costume outfit oh <laughs> uh, was good times clockwork it was them.
2: so great
1: we just we just had fun there was these two guys named platinum fire platinum ice yeah um,
0: oh my god so good. And I can't remember See, I was that in. was the first one. That was the one I, I think I wanted to play first. Like oh. I, I remember seeing seeing the. I mean, who wouldn't want? And the best part about that was you got to make your own superhero. I didn't have to be one of the other superheroes that's already been established. I could create my own my own powers or whatever. I I, I didn't know a whole lot about it. Other than that, I knew you could customize your character. Um, Amanda was Dark Deuce. Yeah, Dark.
2: I still am. I'm still. If anybody wants to play Xbox, I'm still Dark Deuce, don't you worry. I
1: was I was Night <laughs> I was Night Poser in uh in City of Heroes. Night Poser. Now King yep.
2: Poser.
1: Yeah, King Poser was He's my upgraded other, King, King Poser was my alt my alt character. He was my tank. Night Poser was my blaster. Oh, okay.
0: Um, picture Nightwing no. that flew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, good times well I I played uh, you know I played Warcraft since since vanilla and have uh, I've witnessed see I haven't I have a I kind of have an issue with gold farming as well as botting and and all that I do and I and and the reason being is I, I feel like if you if you I feel like it's a lazy both of them are lazy ways out Um. I think if there are ways to manipulate uh, the auction house to get as much gold as you need, um, there are ways to get. And, and I know this. I've seen. I've seen ten dozens of videos. Personally, watched dozens of videos. I'm not good at it. I'm not saying that I'm going to be able to do that. I'm saying that I've seen other people. If you have the time to farm things, that you can actually get enough gold um, to to do what you want. So you know, uh, I also. One of the other issues I have with it is because I've been hacked on Blizzard, which they fixed it now, but there were so many gold farmers uh, that uh, the anything if you if you downloaded the the Curse client uh, to to download any of your uh, mods that all of them had uh, spyware malware in them uh, Chinese spy, uh, malware, and you, as soon as you logged into your account and uploaded those mods your account was done. And as soon as I would get booted off of my account, got all my stuff stolen, got all my gold taken. And uh, I was like, they're not gold farming. They're, they're account farming and they're stealing accounts and then selling all your stuff and then taking your gold and, and putting it into one account and then selling that back. Um, and so uh, there's, uh, there's, a, I'm sure there are other more legitimate ways where they're just paying people to just go out there and farm, actually farm gold. Well, can't you pay Blizzard
1: uh, now for gold?
0: Uh, not that I know of.
1: Because um, I would think it would be no different than these mobile phone games where you pay for gold and stuff in the
0: that's what they're trying to avoid though. They're trying to avoid you to the pay to play or or uh you know that 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 whole system where you could they that's why they don't they don't allow you to just level up to a hundred and ten. You can if you have a level one hundred, you can you get one free um you get one free character uh, level to 100, so I can have two 100 level characters if I wanted to, but I have to have one to begin with.
1: Yeah, but when I when I got the game recently, I mean, I was I forgot what the level cap was. I think it was 70 or one. 80 at the time. Oh, um, that's not recent. <laughs> well, it was, it was whenever I played the game the last time. Someone bought it for me for a graduation gift from school, month yeah. subscription. Um, but. You know, I played the game, leveled up the character. I mean, it was like instantly logged into the game, and I was level seventy or eighty or whatever it was. And I'm, just, yeah, I'm just like, what's the point?
0: Yeah, and you were able to do that, and you could do that with one. But I, I, from what I understood, you couldn't do that with just any character. Like even the only character I think that you were able to. There are two hero characters. Uh, one of them is the the Death Knight. The other one is the Demon Hunter. Yeah, I think and it the was Hunter. the
1: Death Knight that I played as.
0: Yeah, well that's the case. where well, you weren't you were fifty or fifty five is what you started. Yeah, I knew
1: it was something like that. But um, I mean it's still it's still high enough to where you don't really get to enjoy the game. I mean It well, is,
0: but if you know and that's that you're you're right, and you actually probably have experienced probably the only exception because people that played it up to that point, there's a story uh that leads up to the Death Knights. And if you played Warcraft three, then you understand Arthas and his whole the fall of Arthas. How he became the Lich King, and then where the Death Knights actually came from, and so there is actually a, a narrative that leads up to that point. Um, so it makes sense. You you kind of get you kind of get an idea better of of uh, what's happening, and and it's not like you're just thrust into the game already level sixty and don't didn't miss out on so much. I would imagine that the vast majority of people actually had played before that and so you because you start out in the plague lands wherever you were uh in the game. You start out in the plague lands, but you also go back in time and so you have to play you have to play a a a I guess it's like almost five levels worth of 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 a like a micro instanced area. Mm-hmm that uh, where you're just contained there and until you learn how to play your character they make you stay there for five you know for five or uh, levels or so. So you have to learn your character and then once you once you do all that stuff you, can, you know your character pretty well and then you can go out and do stuff but um, that was the only exception. Everyone else you have to start at level one and you start out in the starting zones and you kind of trial and error figure out how to play your character unless you know, you got into a guild, or you were playing with somebody else, and they kind of showed you the ropes with your character. So, but yeah, I had an issue with botting, uh, just because I felt like it's—I felt like it was lazy. There, I saw plenty of times, especially with like mages and other uh, magic users, where you'd have like five of them just running together, and they—any time they'd cast one, all five of them cast it at the same time, and they were just maxing out uh, their chain.
2: experience. Yeah, yeah chaining
0: yeah macro chaining everything, and so um and I'd see it, and I knew exactly what I was seeing and and knowing myself not being able to you know to necessarily do that, and just grinding you know just grinding and and I, and maybe that's why I have to come back to that game so often because it's like I'll play and I'll grind and I'll grind, and you're like right now there's more stuff to do in warcraft than there's ever been there mm. you. You know, people who want to play that game and wanted content, I mean, they got it. This was probably one of the best expansions they've ever had uh, in terms of, like, just sheer content, things that you could do, and and not this repetitive daily quest that you have to do. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff uh, that you could do, such a diversity of of choices. And so it doesn't really get boring, but it can be overwhelming, you know, especially if if you're jumping into it like you were, Daniel, and, and now you're... If you were to buy it right now and try to level up to 110 and then you're like, i want to do some world quests. Well, everybody's past that now, you know, and, yeah. and I could see that being, I could see that being intimidating and maybe even deterring a lot of people from even wanting to play, you know? So,
2: see, I, I see what you're saying and like gold farming sucks, but you yeah. wouldn't like need that if microtransactions were an option And I'm going to say something a bit controversial, but, like, (laughs) at the age that I'm at, I don't have a lot of time. When I get on, I want to be able to, like, do a raid. In order to do a raid, you need to have good gear. In order to have good gear, someone needs to let you on a raid to start with, or you need to buy it. And so, in my opinion, if I've got the money to have a Maserati, I should fucking have it. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's annoying to not be able to have it. (laughs)
0: I agree. So, I feel like if you can get into a raid, then you probably kind of know what you're doing, and I feel like that person, I feel like it's okay. For the person who, but for that person to be able to get it, that also allows the person who doesn't know what the hell they're doing to do the same thing, you know, and to jump into a raid. They've got all the best gear. It's kind of like...
2: Well, that's why I don't agree with power leveling, because you need to level your character to learn how to play it. But if you want to buy the best gear for whatever level that you're at, I believe that you should be able to do that if you want to because, you know, the raid gear, you can't buy. You know what I mean? Like, you you just can't. You can't afford the gold that it would take to buy it, much less anything else. You know what I mean? You just need to get it in drops.
0: And so you can't actually – you can't sell it a lot of times. Exactly. It's down to you. So.
2: So, for if you're an experienced player, like I played World of Warcraft as well. Um, yeah. I was a healer and um, I was a holy healer, in fact, and I was fucking nice. amazing. Um, <laughs> and, but I stopped playing it for maybe six months in between jobs because I was like trying to find a job and had other priorities. And when I came back, like every time I wanted to join a raid, the guild leader was like, oh because they knew, and rightly so, that I I had barely the right gear to get into it. You know what I mean? Like, and so instead of taking me, they could have taken someone with even half of the right gear, and it would have been better, you would have better healing output and everything like that. So I spent probably about $100 on gold so that it wouldn't be an inconvenience to everybody else. Like, cause it's not their fault that I wasn't there. You know what I mean? I know how to play, I know what I'm doing and the level is right. I just didn't have the right stuff. Right. Um, So, but because there's no way in WoW specifically and in most MMOs, especially if they're subscription-based to be able to buy gold legitimately, you don't have many options. You know, you can hopefully get the right stuff and work your way up through the auction house. But then again, that takes loads of time. Um, So, you know, I think it sucks that people can get their stuff stolen and their accounts hacked. But that's because there is no legitimate way to buy gold properly.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. And and Blizzard's done a good job of kind of eliminating a, a lot of that, a lot of the hacking. Uh, Unfortunately, that also means they've done, or fortunately, depends on how you look at it, they've also done away with pretty much every visible outlet for finding gold farmers. Um, So I see what you're saying. I definitely see see the merit in that. If you are experienced and you've taken some time off and you want to get back into raiding and everything else, well, you don't want to have to, and you may not have the time. You just might not be able to. And uh maybe maybe finding another I don't know what the solution is. I, I don't I don't think microtransactions for gold and stuff like that uh are the answer, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what is the answer. Maybe keeping these these uh <laughs> these illegal gold farming operations uh open is I don't know. So but it botting is an issue. Um and I think for the very reasons that Amanda stated. So, and, and I think we're, are we all in agreement with that?
2: Oh, you, you still agree with botting there? Daniel? No,
0: no, no. I do not agree with botting. I think it's a problem.
2: Daniel's shaking his head to be difficult. I'm
0: all for botting.
2: <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you know, what's funny though. Like it, I know that I've like single-handedly kept some Chinese person, like in health and wealth because when I used to play city of Villa by the time I yep. was finished, I had spent more than, like, 1300 U.S. dollars in microtransactions and <laughs> add to that all the, like, random real-life shit that I gave to my guild members, like, buying them pizza to their house and, like, doing giveaways for keyboards and new chairs and stuff like that. You know, like, I oh, literally, awesome. there's like, there's, like, some Chinese kid that's rolling in it right now <laughs> <laughs> because it was the easiest way. To keep my guild in the top five. Like, the reality of it is, you need the best shit. And if I can bankroll the best shit, I'm going to do it. Like, because I want to win. I'm a winner. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Sweep
0: the leg. Sweep the leg. Sweep
2: the leg. Oh, my God. Can I tell you my, like, best gaming moment ever? Oh, my God. Two best gaming moments ever. I know this is slight deviation, but still MMOs. Right. So, first best gaming moment ever is we had a beef with another uh villain guild and they were like we're gonna fight we're gonna take over this pvp zone and like um there was like a crowd formed around standing on telephone wires forming a circle right and as a group we had spent the whole day farming invisibility packs so they the other guild didn't know we were already there And the chat was blocked by the moderators so that nobody could tell them that we were all just there but invisible. And they're like, they didn't even show WTF. What is this? Like, dark mafia sucks. And then we lit off all the nuclear weapons that we had been farming all day and killed them in one go. And it was the most beautiful (laughs) thing I'd ever seen in my life. And that's how you win a street battle.
0: That nuclear is. weapons and
2: invisibility cloaks. Don't
0: bring super. Don't bring superpowers to a nuclear weapon fight.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and uh, the other, the other kind of cool gaming moment, which you can actually watch. I saved a video of it. Um, if you search YouTube that might for just go user, on the channel too. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's on it's on my personal channel. If you search for YouTube user Dark Dews, there's a couple videos from City of Heroes and City of Villains, like back in the day, and one of them is the Item of Power Trial which Mm -hmm. was a raid that the developers made for guilds to do to get status bonuses in the game for like an indeterminate period of time and it was a very very hard raid however we came in geared to the max i had rebuilt our entire base in order to hold as many item of powers as we could possibly hold Like (laughs) everything was like mapped out. I had like a blueprint of how to get every single square inch of space out of that. And we walked away with six or seven item of powers and you were only supposed to get one. And we had six (laughs) or seven. We were like invincible. And then they removed the entire thing from the game following that the next day. So for like six months and they never brought it back. We were the only people with these permanent status bonuses. We couldn't be held or stunned or mezzed or anything. We had, like, regen, health out the wall, all sorts of stuff. And there's a video on my personal channel of us doing the (laughs) trial and then showing all of the different item of powers we have in our base. And it has, like, a couple thousand views just for nostalgia's sake because it's, like, one of the few videos that exists of a very small, very awesome feature that we abuse the living hell out of. So there you go. There's uh, okay. some some nostalgia cool. for you back from uh, circa 2008, 2006, 2008, somewhere back there, ten years ago or more.
0: How's that? How's that make you feel, Daniel? I,
1: I miss it. I, I I didn't play it as long as she did. Um, yeah. When I moved to Temple, I kind of got out of it a little bit, but I tried to get back into it. But I saw the game changed way too much, and I think I even tried playing with you at some point, and I just couldn't get back into it. Made me sad. Yeah. Made my heart yeah. hurt.
2: I know when it's funny because I, you know, I had to walk away as well. I think there's a certain point in your life where you just can't do the sort of things that you wanted to do before enough to make it worth, keep doing them. I know that you're Stacy able to play. Wow. And I think that's excellent. And I wish that I could, but the reality of it is is that like, you know, I have a husband, I have a full-time job. I have side projects. I have this website. So it's kind of like something had to go.
0: And, oh, you, and you're for right. Me, you're right. Yeah.
2: You know that was that was MMOs. Sadly, I miss it, but I don't miss how much money I used to spend on it because it was sick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now that we're, I feel like I'm in the middle of confession. I'm probably approaching that date with Warcraft. I've played it for more than ten years, and uh, mm. it's. I'm to a point now where I don't have the time either. Like if I want to play Last Guardian and finish Gears of War. I don't have time to get up in the morning and play Warcraft anymore. So, I play Hearthstone. I play Diablo. I play other games that you can play in like pieces. Um, yeah. But you can't really do that with Warcraft. So it's too much of a it's too much of a time sink. And I don't I don't want to use that term because that's kind of a has a negative connotation to it. But there is quite a bit of time that has to be spent playing those. You have to invest it if you want to get the most out of it. Otherwise, um you don't get the content, you know, you don't really get the most out of that particular game. And it's, it's made for people that can, that can really sink that much time into it. So.
2: Yeah. Well, for for next week, just a topic for you. I think we should talk about things, life skills we learned from MMOs, because I can tell you, I wouldn't be as strong or successful as I am now, if it wasn't for being a guild leader and, and doing all that sort of stuff. It sounds, there's a lot of, I swear to God, you know? there's
0: a lot of research they've done a lot of research on warcraft for from economics to leadership and business they've done a lot so yeah that's definitely that would be good to talk about um also we're going to be at uh the fan expo dallas uh, temple of geek will be at fan expo dallas march 31st through april 2nd
1: oh yeah so, we will
0: um <laughs> i know man, i love She'd love to join us. I don't know that she will be able to make it, but we will be there uh, representing. So you look for us at Fan Expo Dallas, uh, March 31st through April 2nd.
1: You can find me in Mark Hamill's line.
0: That's right. (laughs) Exactly. You'll find me over uh, trying to uh, talk uh, with Troy Baker and, and uh, (laughs) I, I, I just see if, see if Troy Baker and Nolan North will, uh, yeah, it, it, I just either want friend. them to, well, maybe leave leave be my voicemail message uh, or something. Uh, it'd be be a dream dream come true. So, I love
2: fan cons, man. They're the best.
0: They are, Chris they Holden
2: Reed gave me a signed picture of his left nipple. It was the best day of my life.
0: <laughs> that is the strangest uh, picture uh, story I think I've ever heard.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah. sitting in a photo frame above my bed that my husband has to look at every day.
0: I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures are it didn't happen. <laughs> well that true. wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Podcast. I want to thank Amanda and Daniel for joining me on this week's discussion. You're welcome. All the notes from this week's episode you're welcome. well thank you. All the all the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, Tibala If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at Head over to iTunes or Stitcher and rate our show, please, because that helps us a lot. Until next time.
2: See you later.